First of all, first of all, everybody keep asking me, by the way, I just thought about this. Like, yo, where that reggae tune come from? Bro, that's on the album. All right. Y'all need to start, re- like, supporting black people and supporting local music. All right. That's my band. That's me. Okay. My boy, Eric. That's We had a whole collective. We had people that do reggae from um, fucking, I think they're in Ethiopia. And oh. yeah, that's, the, that's their band. We oh, did that's like a whole up. collective album with okay. one concept. So it's it's on Light Warriors, everybody. And it's it's yeah. on Spotify. Light Warriors Spotify, if you want to hear that. The book of one. Okay. I'm gonna get I don't <laughs> got Spotify. But I'm gonna definitely, oh, definitely it's on all platforms. Like My bad. Okay. It's on all platforms. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. You got it on platforms, man. I can definitely yeah, do yeah. that. And then speaking <laughs> of uh, supporting other business. Oh, sorry, my camera dropped. Speaking of other supporting other businesses, I want to give a shout out to Divine Natural Holistics. I just received my chain today. Got the aunt pendant. Oh, that's um, fire! Two more, yeah, two more pieces are by her as well, and the other one is is also by this pendant, the solidite pendant that you see here. The small, the small one is from uh, Sunflow. Word, yo, that thing yes. looks powerful. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, yes, they very are. You know, uh, every time it was a, recently there was the uh, the full moon, the the pink super moon, and uh, I had them out, had them outside during that time. And when we put them back on. You definitely feel the vibrance. But the um, the black one, this one right here, this one is I, I really wear this one because it's it's very powerful. We're to the point where you know, say for instance, uh, you, you're arguing with someone. And it's right. like you can still feel that energy absorb when I, whenever I wear this chain. So I, I be very careful whenever I wear it. I be very careful who's around me, and I be very careful about receiving the energy that comes to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, because sometimes, yeah, because sometimes, like you know, you know, not realizing you could like you know have that energy on you all day and not even realizing it. So you know, what I mean, just very. Being, being very careful of my surroundings, spiritual, uh, spiritual wise. So that's what, like you know, I've been on lately. Word, word, yeah, that's dope. Let me introduce you real quick. We got the boy B Wild, yes. B Wild, thank you, photographer, poet, thank activist. You. Thank you. What else you do, bro? You got your own business already. I appreciate. Sure <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to give the name of it right now, but like you know, I'm currently working, working so hard to get it off the ground. Working so right. so so hard. Thank you, thank you for that introduction. By the way, um, you know, oh, I hell didn't yeah. realize all of this stuff I really do because, <laughs> like, you know, photography. I've been so focused on, like, you know, just taking these pictures and, like, you know, having the best sharp image and being a great businessman on the, right. on a photographer aspect. I oh, really yeah, appreciate yeah. you know all of this. Thank you for having me too on the podcast. Word, great, beautiful shots. By the way, love to get the link when I publish this all together um 
to like okay. go on officially besides just the live stream so everyone can see it. And if you got any other links too, that'll be dope as hell. Also, want to okay. give a quick shout out because since we're talking about black businesses, my boy Jahan Nostra, I'm, I'm fucking drinking his mug. One of the hottest rappers <laughs> in motherfucking Connecticut. And okay. I had the freaking honor to freaking like uh, perform with him a few times. And we got a hip hop award together where he did this nice Cesare. He, he had Chesky on it. Um, oh, who okay. also a New Haven rapper that's fire as hell. And we ended that's up getting up. a few. Uh, they ended up getting a few uh, awards and stuff, and I helped out with the consultant producer part. So that was pretty awesome, and, like a good experience to learn about what so goes cool. on out there. Shouts out to the boy Jahan Nostra. If I had some uh, cool bombs, I'll be dropping cool bombs right now. But yeah, man, it's, a, it's a lot of it's, it's a lot of dope <laughs> people. It's it's a lot of dope artists in, in Connecticut, man. Um, that's been doing that thing for years, man. Um, Denzel Williams, my boy. Yep. Uh, Shouts out to Denzel. Skeezy cool. rapper from Stanford. Uh, oh, I know who that from, is. Yeah, I he's, he's fire. Yeah, he's, he's fire. Um, shout out to my boy Polo914. He's dope. Uh, a lot of people. A lot of people been doing their thing, man. And uh, I, I just love to see it. Was I on key? He's great. Like right. I, I, I've been supporting him, listening to him for a long time, too. So, yeah, it's a lot of dope artists from Connecticut. Got to got got keep that going. Connecticut just doesn't get really like the the attention that you see that New York does. You know what I mean? And that's... Something. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy because it's right next to out. each other. Right. Right. That's the Somebody crazy break part. Out. There's a lot of fire artists here. All right? Like... I think Sholey I think Sholey will do it. Yeah. It's going to happen. It has to. Somebody got to do it. Somebody got to put Connecticut rappers on the map. Not even just Connecticut <laughs> rappers, though. Like... All Connecticut artists in all different ways. In general, There's some talented right. people around here. Talented. And talented. Like, oh. They can't sell out ish as much unless they like work, 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 work really hard. Like my band, we just do shows in New York mostly because that's where we sell out mostly. But okay. to come to Connecticut, it's just like a hassle, man. I, Yo, you know, like, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny you say that because I was just actually talking to one of my close friends of mine yesterday. And um, I was just telling him how it's funny because, you know, I went to school with the Long Island University. And right. when I went to school, I always came back home because, like I said, like, you know, Connecticut and New York were right next to each other. And I always came home to, like, you know, network and try to do my thing out there with people as far as, like, taking pictures and doing videos. It wasn't until I got love in New York and then I came back home to Connecticut. That's when people in Connecticut started, like, you know, seeing the vision and started picking things up because they see me moving and grooving in New York. So honestly, like, you know, even though I was born and raised in Connecticut, but I'll always have a, a close endearment to New York. New York will always be a special place to me because it helped me get my start in my in my photography, in my film career. Word, word, word. Yeah, man. You know, you got, you just got to go out there and work some outlets. I think, I think Connecticut is just that kind of, like, place where it's just, like, so like i want to say like conservative yeah there are conservative parts but that's not the word i'm looking for i'm like some people are just like intertuned to like their own groups right um, people are people are like more to themselves uh a lot of busyness especially like in towns like new haven where like yeah somebody's always doing something like <clears throat> for instance like you know They'll get they'll send you your calendar instead of being like 
trying to like talk about all right which day we doing this is like oh here's my calendar you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of a lot of a lot of ego, a lot of ego tripping, a lot of ego tripping. <laughs> you know, like I know it means well because honestly, the calendar shit is a lot more easier. But I, right. I want to, I don't want to do it because I don't want people to think like, oh, this guy is just he thinks he like, like bro, bro, like no, I'm I'm just a starving musician slash activist slash all the other shit like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm out here trying to just like do what I think I can to help change this world, and right, that is right. that. That's why I think it's hard. And also the tribute shit. Like we're doing the show in the Bijou Theater, which is huge for tribute bands. And that's what's like, up. Congratulations, band. Oh, thank you, thank you. But like, it's hard to sell tickets because not many people like you know they they don't really like fuck with original music out here. Like you get a, mm-hmm. big, a Beatles tribute band, they're like. Yo, let's go. We going. That. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's funny. Like Paul McCartney don't even have to be around. He, right. he all you gotta do is just play his shit, and people gonna go do it. Like, my advice, <laughs> my advice to that, and I don't know. You know, maybe step outside, like you know, people that you know, right. to like you know, expect to sell tickets, and like right. you know, and also go to those um, go to other events at the Bijou. And promote your event. Ooh, like, hey, you know, hey, like you know, I, having another event right here, you know, next Friday. You know, right. come back. You know, same, same place, same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, gotta do that. You know. I used to rap by myself. Okay, I, I remember. I remember that. I remember you spit <laughs> them bars. <laughs> I remember <laughs> those days, man. Yeah. I gotta say though, I wish I did it when I was younger because, like, I tell man, like. I gotta get right. back to that like breath pattern that I used to have. It's it's over. I mean, me and right. we was in poetry club together. But it was how you how, how you and how do you feel about <laughs> that? How do you feel about today's um, spoken word um, like scene? Because I feel like a lot of people really lost the craft of writing, and everybody's right. really caught up on like the stage presence and the performing and the okay. delivering okay. of the words. I have some thoughts actually, yeah. And like it. people really don't like, you know, really write their like express their feelings, I guess. People just caught right. up on the capture of the like getting your attention, basically. Right. right. How, how do you feel yeah. about that? Yeah, well, you know I like I like I like that question. And I'm I would love to hear your thoughts on it too, because you you a ill ass poet and you have Thank your you. own Thank style. You. So and that's Thank another you. thing. It's just I see that it's like, um, remember when we was uh like doing slam poetry? Um, yeah, I, yep. you was with us too, right? When we tried to try out for the professional team. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Had, yeah. Like, we that went to New York between us and Wind- Wyndham because they brought these white yeah. boys to Wyndham. <laughs> they was fired. That was yeah. I was like, yeah. Hey, shout out to Ben Benefit, by the way. That's still my boy. We, we still talk. We argue yeah, about shout out to Ben. Yes, we... yeah, yeah. He's still cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Ben. Yeah. I still keep in contact with Ben, too. Yeah. He's that dude. Ben Benefit. Yeah. Yeah. He's a problem. He's that dude. Yeah. Yeah. So I got mad, but I, I, I stuck to my guns. And at the end of the day, uh-huh. I don't think, I don't think I made it. I think Sheena made it. Um, I made, we, we made finals. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like, right. But, I think the issue is that the slam poetry is like the hip hop for poetry. 
I was just about to say it's, that. It's too popular. It's too yeah. popular. And people get intimidated because everyone wants to be a slam poet. And you don't right. need to be a slam poet. Maya Angelou did not ever do any slam poetry. Ever. Right. Neither she Langston Hughes. Neither Langston Hughes. Like, yeah. I think that it's a pressure because it's popular here. And mm-hmm. it's a big deal here. Like, you got shouts out, shouts out to uh, Poets Round. Uh, my boy, yeah. Prince, like he's a problem, and yeah, no, every, no, he's just around yeah. nothing but dope ass poets. Yo, they all got crazy thing poems, is, like I Phoenix. used to see influence, yeah, influence Phoenix, yeah, uh, Midnight. Like, oh man, those guys, man, yo, those dudes were like, bro, like, I don't even know, I, I can't even give the words to describe these dudes and like their poetry, man, because it should be like just out of this fucking world, man. It's, right. I need to get like, Phoenix on this podcast. I just realized that. <laughs> yeah, def- yo, yo, Phoenix, man, he has a great insight on everything, man, when it comes to poetry, hip-hop, movies, basketball. We talk about a lot. Me and Phoenix, yeah. man, shout out to him. Yeah, but, you know, that's just that's just what I think. Um, and I think that there needs to be also, because what, what comes down to it is that, mm-hmm. this is why I don't do uh, slams anymore, because... It's just too competitive, and it's taking mm-hmm. away the art. And people are gearing towards what they're seeing that the judges are giving points out to, instead of gearing towards yeah. what they feel mostly in their heart. And mm-hmm. some people can do both, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people can do both, right. like OGs. Right. Like, right. They can do right. both, and they keep to their style. So I think that the young, the young people need to just focus on what is their style, and if they want to perform. Mm-hmm. Then focus on the performance piece after you write your heart out. I don't think you should focus mm-hmm. on deliver delivery and all that first before you mm-hmm. write your heart out. Your heart should comes first before performing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do it. We do it in music too. Like we, I don't mm-hmm. want to put something out that I just feel like, uh, is this drum? Is this? Is this, if this drum rhythm fire with with Steve? Like if I'm on and point. That's- <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I feel too. Because like you know, I'm not sure you know. I'm starting into like you know, I always been making beats for a long time, you know. Oh, yeah. But I always kept it, always kept it a secret. But I'm just now like you know, finally like you know, publicly putting it out there. And I always thought that like, damn, like you know, I don't know how people accept it. Like you know, I'm known as like you know, film taking pictures, and everybody does music. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is, too, is, like, you know, I just didn't want to make the music that everybody sound like. You know, I didn't want to, like, you know, make a, like, you know, DJ Mustard type beat or, like, a, right. I don't know, like, a, you know, hit maker type beat. Like, I just want to, like, do, like, a, when you hear this, this is, like, you know, be wild because it's just, like, you know, it's just this thing sound. It doesn't sound like no one else. And, yeah, that's what, um, that's how I feel with poetry, too. It's, like, you know, when I write, or, or or even perform, you know what I'm saying? I want it to be different. I want it to be like, you know, an experience. One of my favorite poets is Zora Neale Hurston. And every time, she's another poet that never did like, you know, slam poetry. Maybe, maybe it's because of the different time back then, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But, um, but, but with Miss Hurston's poetry is, it was so detailed, it made you feel like it was there. You were you were there. Right. And that's the feeling. And I feel like that 
that feeling is lost in poetry. Did we you feel her? like you know it makes you? No, 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 Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah man. Was, She's a historical. Black... <laughs> I wish, man. I wish. I wish I would have met her, man. <laughs> There's some black woman poet that that we met at college. Remember when we went to St. John's? I can't think of her, but she was fire, and like she used it. She used all African American, African American names. Oh, um, yeah, that, oh my gosh, I had a crush on her too. A uh, queen, queen goddess. Queen Goddess, yeah. you talking about? I think was I, I with you when I seen Queen Goddess. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. I remember I seeing this person at St. John's College, like mm-hmm. upstate, where all the white folks at. Like, you know, remember we took. No, 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 no. I wasn't. I didn't see bus. Queen Goddess there. I didn't see Queen Goddess there. <clears throat> oh, so who's someone? Queen Goddess? Has to be someone else. Shout her out, who's Queen Goddess. <laughs> you, uh, phenomenal poet. Word. Um. I, I said, it's gonna bother me now. I don't remember where I met her or seen her perform, but um, yo, her poetry is, is is another another poet that's out of this world, you know. So she's um inspiration to me when it comes to writing as well. Right. Yeah. Word. Word. Yeah. Word. Word. Yeah, man. It's it's a different game now, man, and I just hope that. It changes, but it takes time, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, yeah. it's the culture. So, culture always switches up. So, we, we'll see. We'll see if people are going to, like... Because another thing, like, I feel like my opinion is biased because I haven't been to many slams since I stopped slamming. So... Yeah, me too. So, maybe there are people out there that I just haven't, like, known yet that has different flows. But then they, again, there's some poets out there that don't slam because of that same reason right right yeah i stopped slamming you know what I, mean? I just hate it I, yeah. I was just so bad that people were putting points to my pain <laughs> <laughs> i was like how dare you like i know my flow is nice yeah. i know i hit good metaphors <laughs> i'm not like, just sitting here dealing with you talk about so oh i get out at seven like i I will snatch your ass off that desk like <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's another problem that I had. To, like I was like, man, fuck this slam poetry shit. <laughs> but shout out to everybody to do it. Shout out to everybody to do it because you inspiring them kids, man. Uh, next yeah. po- next poetry slam. I I was one of the kids that that was chose to go. That there. was that was my what favorite. No, I wasn't, man. I was so mad. The next poetry slam. Oh, that, yeah, that was right. probably like that was probably like my. Oh, that, that, that was still a great experience though. That was still a great experience, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Spending poetry in the garden. Like, yeah. come on, like, how many of us can, like... We was young, too, but we were, like, 16, 17. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Doing poetry in Madison Square Garden. Like, you know what I mean? How many kids can say that? Like, you know? Right. Yeah. My dad was bad. He was like, I got to drive you behind all the way to freaking New York almost every week. Like, <laughs> and Me and Sheena was, like, taking the train. Yeah, I, yeah. I was scared yeah. to take yeah. the train, yo. <laughs> was those days, actually, I learned, those are the days where I learned how to take the train and how the Metro North, work, how the Metro North system works and, and everything like that. So, yeah, <laughs> I was young on the train, man. Young, I was What got you into uh, <laughs> photography, by the way? Always been in photography for a long time. Um, always 
always draw. I still draw to this day. I just never did like a career out of it. It was more of a personal thing, kind of like a therapy thing to me. And so um, I used to take pictures. I used to draw. I used to try to draw the picture that I just take that I just took. And you know, that that stopped for a while. I picked up my first camera when I was probably about thirteen. But like you know, life happens. Like you know. Yep. sports, girls, and being a teenager, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't until I was 17, 18 years old. Yeah, I was a senior in high school. I went to Kobe Cathedral High School. And yep. um, we did a yearbook, a video yearbook for the like the senior class. And I actually got a scholarship. It wasn't a big scholarship. It was probably worth like $1,500, $2,000 or something like that. Actually, from it was actually from um, speaking of uh, Madison Square Garden, it was from the um, MSG varsity division. Oh, nice. From the scholarship. Yeah, yeah. Scholarship. Um, MSG varsity gave me a scholarship for like $1,500 for the um, after they seen the, um, the video, the senior video. And so I was like, yeah. yo. I'm going to do this. Like, you know what I mean? That's what I'm going to go to school for. That's what I'm going to take a career in because I'm already getting paid for this. You know what I'm saying? I just got, like, you know, $1,500 scholarship, and I realized that. And then, yeah, I've been doing it ever since, basically. Word. Word. Yeah. Yo, that's uh, dope. Because... Thank you. And I, that, it looks like that little that little thing gave you the inspiration <clears throat> to keep going. And now look at you now. Like, I went yeah. to a freaking party... Like before the pandemic happened, and I, and I saw your, your your photos and shit in the party. And I was like, <laughs> "Where this nigga been?" <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a that's a good that's a good feeling. That's a it's small things like that. Like you know, when people tell me stuff like that, or like you know, I'll be at an event taking pictures at an event, and somebody walk up to me like, "Yo, you was at my." Cousin's baby shower taking pictures. Now I'm saying like small Word. things like that is what's like you know keep me pushing, you know. Word. Yeah, that's dope. So like, so like, I see, I see that you got a lot. You got like a clientele in the way. Like you got some, you got models, <laughs> you got everything going on. Like I see a new photo all the time from you. So thank like, you, you're thank very you. active and shit like that. What, what, what you, thank what you. you planning on? What you, what do you want to do with that? Honestly, um, you know. I just want to go for now because I moved to North Carolina. I've been living in North Carolina for about two years now. And so I've been doing photography. Oh, man. Like, all my all my 20s. You know, I'm 29 now. So. Well, we the same age. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go to places I've never been and take pictures. You know, you know, um, I never, this is my first time, like, you know, living somewhere different, far from Connecticut. Right. So I want to, um go places I've never been to take photos. It's all about traveling now, being a becoming a traveling photographer. I feel like I uh done a lot far as like, you know, portraits and fashion and taking pictures of people. And now I wanna do more scenic and more landscapes and more cityscape kind of photography. Word. Word. Yeah. Word. Yeah. That that sounds dope and I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Dope Don't be mad. I wish I could do a podcast, man. I wish I could do a podcast. Like it's well, don't do it yet. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Why yet. not? Why not? Because you need downtime, like a motherfucker. 
Yeah. <laughs> my boy, I be waking up to yeah. anxiety. Like, <laughs> like, yo, that's what this that's what the photography be giving me sometimes, man. It's oh, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Cause sometimes like, you know, you could get the wrong misconception. Right. You know, really, really can, you know. Um it's funny how like you know gave me the introduction of activists because lately I've been caught in the difference trying to like, you know, do I still want to chase my dream or make a difference through photography? Making a difference as far as like, you know, I've been going on the low, I've been going to uh protest and taking pictures at protests. And right. so I learned the hard lesson, <laughs> I should say, doing that. Um, you know, I'm not going right, to say like, you know, I'm not going to say like the protest group, like, you know, I'm, so I'm not going to like, right. you know, air them out or anything like that. But um, this happened on election day last year on 2020 election day. So, um, you know, I'm just like, you know, photographing the, the scene and uh, what's going on outside. And a couple of protesters ran down on me and tried to snatch my camera. What? And so, <laughs> yes, yes, bro. Yes, yes, bro. So, on top of that, I'm by myself. You know what I'm saying? Well, until then, I was by myself. And it was actually like four, four other photographers ran down and helped me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't get attacked. I didn't get like beat up or anything like that. But it was still like a... It, it was still a, a lesson to learn from, you know what I'm saying? So now when I go to protests, I, like, you know, do it from afar, mainly take pictures of the police and what they're doing, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and how they treat people at protests, you know what I'm saying, and basically share the, mes- um, share the message of the protests mainly, you know what I'm saying? Oh, because, yeah. like, you know, a lot of people get misconstrued as well. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, they probably thought you was the press. Um, yeah, like, yeah, I get that too, a lot. I get that a lot. <laughs> I get that a lot. I get that a lot. But then, like, when you talk to me and like you see what I'm about, and people see my energy, see the type of time I'm on, right? Then they really like, yo, he's not no cop at all. You know what I'm saying? So yo, like, don't be running down on my boy. All right, I got ties. <laughs> you're, you're gonna get a rude awakening. Is all I'm gonna say. He's gonna get a rude awakening. <laughs> You're gonna regret it. You don't want to do that. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I got ties in, in North Carolina. I got cousins out there. I'll call. I'll call. Yeah. I'll call them. Yeah, but good. it was crazy though because, <laughs> like, you know, that night after that night, you know, I still posted pictures. I posted the pictures on my IG, and this group they ended up following me, finding I'm um, finding my posts, and they started mm. bashing me, bashing me, bashing me. Wow. And then. This is when, like, you know... This is a people of color really group? Have... Can you release that information? Is this a people of color group? <sighs> you don't want to do that? That's fine. We don't have, we don't have to... My thing is, I don't... I can't say... If, I, I can't say... I don't know if it's people of color because I know they have members that are black and mm-hmm. I also know they have members that are white. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I also know that there are groups that are, like, disguising themselves as Black Lives Matter groups but they're just capitalizing off the pain of black people, and yet black people are the ones that are suffering from it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we're like, you know, getting the short end of the stick, I would say. Always mm-hmm. been, but when it comes to like, you know, as far as the protesting goes, I realize like, um, there has been a lot of 
white people outside and black mm-hmm. people are getting blamed for the shit that they've been doing outside. You know what I'm oh, saying? Um, yeah. When it comes to like, you know the the anarchies and the you know what I'm saying like, you you know what I'm talking about. You know who I'm mm-hmm. talking about. Black block. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah, well, you know, uh, there's some things I want to say. It's a hard topic to talk about. I know, bro. It's, 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 it's very hard. It's very hard. I know. I understand. The I best you. way I could put this is you. that white activists need to be aware. If they're, if they're if, I'm talking about the ones that are on our side. They need to be aware of their conduct. Mm-hmm. Because their conduct, right. which I've seen so many times can just turn right. a situation into something else. Right. And it gets to the point where, oh, fuck, now we got to get lawyered up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And it just, like, I get it, but it's like, bro, like, y'all got to chill. Like, you waited until some shit go down and then you message right. people of color to be like, yo, what we going to do? We've been doing this. <laughs> We've been, yeah. like, we been doing wanna, this. Right. Shit, right. Now you ready? Like, all right, that's fine. Let's use that energy. Right. But right. You know, it, it's 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 kind of scary. And that's another thing too, because a lot training, of black people, yeah. Yeah. We've been like, you know, as far as like, you know, the the activists, the the people that are on the front line, we've been on the front line since Trayvon Martin. We've been on the front line since Mike Brown. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've been in protests in New York City. You know what I'm saying? I've been chasing tear gas since 2012. Right. You know, and um, a lot of people don't know that, but it's not even about people knowing because that's not what I'm doing it for. Right. You know, and um, but when you have a camera involved, it's a different story because a lot of people think that's your police and a lot of people don't understand what you're doing it for and who you are and what you're about. Right. And so, like, you know, that's when you have to, like, you know, speak up and speak out. Yeah, I think next time you do it, uh, just find out which org is involved and email them. Definitely. You know, that, yeah. Time, you know? Right, right. Well, and what I, I never will heard say of that, is, like, um, run down and on somebody trying to take the camera. What we would do, because I guess we have, um, we have like, trainings. So what everything mm-hmm. we do, we're trained to be prepared for. So we'll right. block the camera guy, like, go in front of his vision and just mm-hmm. stay there. Yeah, that's what they did. They they ran up on me with umbrellas and they poked out the umbrellas trying to like block oh, out shit. so I won't take the picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were they had their shit set up. But my thing is too <laughs> but hear me out though. Hear me out, Jamar, right? Because yeah, I'm because um my thing is if you're gonna be on the front line, don't be scared of the consequences. You know what I'm saying? Gandhi, Martin Luther King they weren't scared of the consequences. Martin Luther King, he'd been arrested in his life because he was on the front line. He he, he never was arrested for being a criminal. He was arrested for um, leading the protest. You know what I'm saying? So for the people that are scared to, like, you know, being photographed because they're scared to, like, lose their job or anything like that, it's like, you know, just stay inside. I understand, (laughs) like, you know, I understand your heart is in the right place. Your heart is in the right place. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're bringing that scary energy outside and it's, and it's affecting other people. Yeah, so, like, I agree. yeah, I yeah. Agree. It's, That's yeah. why I never cover my face. Um, 
and I I try to just stay like supportive. Never try to mm-hmm. like be in the front as much. I mean, there are some pictures yeah. of me in the front, but I'm not worried. I think I think I'm okay because mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about being terminated. But yeah, I can understand if somebody was gonna be terminated, and I agree. You should either just stay home or cover your face. You know. Yeah, and then, but myself, I did learn a valuable lesson from that, though. Is one lesson I, well, two lessons I learned from that is like, you know, like you said, before going to a protest, talk to the people that runs the protest, that's like, you know, organizing it, let them know what I'm about and what I want to do and how we right. can work together. And also, too, when I'm there, you now I'm saying just like, yo, like, <laughs> cops pull up, I'm just like photographing the boys and what they're doing. Right. You know, right. so. And, and they need that. They need yeah. all that, but yeah. also the other scary part is, is like, what if you get you catch something that the cops is doing and they look for your ass to prosecute you? And right. That's that's another scary part. So it's like everybody's still putting their life on the line, no hey, matter hey, what. Thank you. Special, because now you know. Thank like, you. In Israel, you. well, the the Zionist state of Israel, where they shoot unarmed kids, they shoot photographers, they shoot journalists. They shoot right. medics. And now you're seeing right. here, you're seeing here the, 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 the police, they are now going to that colonizing area and learning their tactics on how to kill people and how to uh, defuse press and all that stuff. They're bringing it here. So now people with right. cameras and, and even CNN journalists are getting like mm-hmm. hit with, 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 um, with um, gas bombs, with 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 fucking tasers, they're getting hit with 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 rubber bullets as well. Like right, right. <laughs> the boys, the boys is on a whole new type. Actually, of like you know, when that happened, you know, I really like I like like I say like you know I speak about the um, situation about like you know the different people of color. It's because the people that ran down on me, they weren't black, you know. And it's like yo, like you know, how y'all shouting out black lives. Um, support the black photographer and like you know i was ready to like you know give it up but like you know i met this one girl she's also a photographer too and she was telling me her story how she was at a protest and she posted pictures on her ig on her instagram and she was getting threats saying how like yo you keep posting these pictures then something's going to happen to you you know what i'm saying whereas like you know you know she might get arrested or like you know something like that but like you know she told me the same thing, like, hey, like, you know, but she told me the same thing, like, hey, I'm a black woman in America. I don't have to, like, post these pictures to, to, uh, to feel the effect of what's going on. Yeah. So, like, like she understood where I was coming from. Yeah. yeah it sounds like some toxic leadership issues. Um, we, yo, yo, for real. Do some shit like that. Like, that's for crazy. real, man. For real. That's the perfect way to, <laughs> that's the perfect way to describe it, man. Crazy you say that. It's like, bro, the whole country is in turmoil and you getting mad over these one photos like come on now and we're all on the same side so presumably that's but that's the crazy part you know malcolm x white liberals (laughs) 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 all right sure did yeah i gotta resend that video to every black brother and sister i know out there like yo remember remember yo malcolm x warned us about these white liberals detail so everybody know so you got no excuse after you hear about it you'd be like oh crap all right wait a minute because that's what it is that's what it is and yeah. 
the idea, the philosophy is still to support the system. That's what it is. Right. The the day. right. So that is still borderline, and I'm sorry, white liberals, white supremacists. That is a white supremacist ideal. If you're going to continue, but, you know, <laughs> white supremacist ideal. It is. And do the right <laughs> thing about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, be the, do, do the right thing about it. If you're going to be outside and protest and the police come, you know what I'm saying? Use your white privilege. Use that white body shield as a shield to, to help yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Like, we did that. <laughs> we did that here. We, I saw that here, actually. Like, the white Yale students. Yale students. Yeah. Were in front of their wow. black and, That's and brown up. Yale students while the cops were, like, looking That's to see what they're about to get. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "The fuck is going yeah. on?" <laughs> <laughs> Yo, nobody man, like you know, I say nobody this. got tased. I say this too, like you know, <laughs> it's like a lot of people look at me crazy when I say this, but Trump, like those four years of him being in office, was honestly this country needed that. They needed that, oh. you know, it show exposed everything, right. You know what I'm saying? It showed, like, you know, who your neighbor is. It showed, like, the people that you work with. It showed, like, you know what I'm saying? It showed everything. It showed what side that you on, how people really feel. And honestly, this um these past four years, it, it honestly got me into politics, believe it or not. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of black people that got into politics when Obama got into office. But, like, you know, when Trump got into office, that's when I really started to pay attention. Be real with you. Oh yeah, I was one of them. I was a Bernie bro, man. When, yo, when, Bernie, yo, that was my dude. I actually seen him talk and uh, speak in something South Carolina with me and my grandfather. We went to one of his speeches when he yeah. was running back in 2016. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. I seen him talk. Yeah. After he got played the first time. Yeah, like, yeah, that was the first time. Yeah, that was the first. That was the first time he got played. Damn. That turned me into a socialist. Like that. Like yeah. People, check i didn't post anything about politics stayed away from it but after mm-hmm. that happened for some reason it just made me more angrier i was like all right you know what fuck this i gotta say so i gotta do something about it and but the second time i love how yeah. you mentioned like that one time but the second time when he got played he should have i don't know what the hell you think that was a very weak and got campaign very weak and i just like, and i just find it funny how <laughs> How Biden, he's kind of like you know taking some of Bernie's ideas, but thing is yeah. though he, he's uh, uh, um you know it's just an idea. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It still hasn't been like set in motion. Yeah. Hasn't been I mean, well, has been signed or like you know right. kind of executive and plan anything like that. So we'll see. Oh yeah, he's still he's, we'll see. Well, the the wall is still being built secretly. The camps are still mm-hmm. open, so I don't even know what kind of hope people thought that mm-hmm. Biden had, but I'm just like, look, at least he's giving out stimulus checks. That's fine. But <laughs> the whole issue is, like, he's still doing the same thing, yo. Like, your administration yeah. with Obama started seven wars. Y'all got a right. lot to deal with, because those wars are still going on. Technically, Trump didn't even really start. Really? Yes, yes. He, he tried some shit yeah. with Iran. Like, he wanted smoke with Iran for some fucking reason in China, and I don't <laughs> get all that. That's but those are things that you just don't want to do because like right. look you you America is America has this issue where they think that they're the boss but when you look at who they come after these are small countries 
They we bully. Well, not I don't yeah. like to say we. You know what I'm saying? America them. is yeah. We can bully. say them. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. bully. Yeah. They bully hard, but when you look at the demographic, they're going after small countries that they know they can take out. They don't want smoke with a country like Iran or China or Russia. No. They don't want no. smoke. I mean, they try it's to too get smoke with Venezuela, but no, it's, it's yeah, it's because these are actual powerful armies. And what's they, can you um yeah what's up. I'm sorry. Can you can you like enlighten me? What's going on in, in Colombia right now? Because no, so, I see a couple of people like um, posting videos from Colombia, but so um, gonna, nobody's really. Let me tell you right now. I I know that there's a issue with the police force, and I know that the police killed protesters there. Colombia mm-hmm. working class is trying to fix their government, um, which is very interesting. That people should really pay attention to that and. Because everybody's talking about Venezuela, this Venezuela, that, and nothing. Right. Venezuela is not problematic. The problem is that there are U.S. CIA motherfucking funded, far right wing motherfuckers that are trying to take the government over, and they are killing right. black and brown people in the streets. That's Venezuela. That's Venezuela's issue. Plus the sanctions that are killing Venezuelans. That U.S. sanctions. So that's the issue. It's not Maduro. It's not the government. And I'm going to say that till I die. Kiss my ass. Maduro and Chavez is the shit. Colombia is a totally different situation. Colombia is straight up. They're part of NATO. They are a U.S. force in Latin America. The government is propped up to give out U.S. interests. And and people are tired of it. Colombia is fucked up. And I'm yeah. glad that the media is finally showing all this because they try to make it seem like, oh, Colombia was more stable than Venezuela. It is not. It never was. <laughs> right. It's a problem. The, the Colombian right. police are assholes and they're just as bad and vicious right. as they are here. So it's just, right. I'm glad that they're showing it. But at the end of the day, like, it's not up to what I think should happen for Colombia. I think. What should happen for Colombia is the decision off of the Colombian people. And the Colombian people right now are clearly getting their voices heard and they're losing their lives for getting their voices heard. So people need to look at this and wonder why CNN, Fox News, and all the other outlets don't really want to cover that. But they're so quick to be like, oh, Kim Jong un just shot a nuke into the ocean again. <laughs> he just did that. Did y'all see that? Yeah. yeah oh my God. Yeah. He just shot a nuke into the ocean. <laughs> wow. Yemen. Yemen starving. Kim Jong un just shot a nuke into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Putin. Putin is a bad guy. Putin is a bad, very bad guy. <laughs> All these things. Let's just they just report whatever the fuck they want to report. And I don't want to talk about DPRK, but I just want to give a, 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 a idea. You say that. It's so funny. Yeah, it's so funny you say that. Yo, Jamar, it's so funny you say that because I was I was talking about this to somebody when um the night of the uh the, the Chavin the Derek Chavin trial mm-hmm. for killing George Floyd. Um, soon as he got convicted for um, guilty, that video of the of uh, the girl Bryant, um, I forgot her first name. Um, the, 
the girl being shot by the cop. That goes viral, like minutes mm-hmm. after the verdict. Nobody yeah. didn't see how funny that was, like how, like you know, strange and That's ironic that. that was. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I mean, you know, well, I, I found that very ironic. Like you oh, know, yeah, people. It, it, it's like they're picking and choosing what they want to go viral. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like you know, that really hasn't been like the only. Um, cop killing that happened underneath um, Biden's administration. There has been one in uh, Charlottesville, Virginia about Mm -hmm. this one kid. I think, I think me personally should get some national attention because this kid was uh, autistic. I forgot his name, but he was an autistic kid walking home from work and cops just like gave him no reason. He had no reason basically. And it was just like, yo, like, what the fuck? You know what I'm wow. saying? And it's just like, I didn't hear yeah, that. like, yeah, and like you know, and um, Elizabeth City, North Carolina, about three hours away from where I am. I live in Raleigh. Um, people have been protesting all week long for Andrew Brown Jr. Yeah, I'm sure you heard about that story. Yeah, so, yeah, that um, has gotten a lot of media attention. It kind of and yeah, it kinda... me, uh, was what happened like six, I think four, four years. No, like. At least three years ago, what happened to Jason Legrand here, the fifteen-year-old mm-hmm. kid? I remember like, that. Yeah, I was, yeah, private. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, me and Norm, we went over there. They left. They left his body on the ground for six hours. Fifteen-year-old uh, kid just left his body on the ground for six hours, and all that shit. And the same statement that they were given, the same statements they were saying about him, is like kind of similar. Was having Andrew Brown because they were saying, "Oh, well, he tried to hit the cop with the car." body cam shows and, all this stuff. Um, and by the way this dude james Bowley, is still on the force on death dude the guy who uh the guy who shot jason yes and Charles wow Shooter, i, I yeah, didn't I know that there's a visual today that's like the the anniversary i think today is actually the anniversary. it's around that time but like, okay yeah, he's still in office he's still he's still partying you know he's still mm-hmm. living his cop life and this kid is dead so it's just yeah, it's just sad. And what's going on with Andrew though? Like I haven't looked into it yet. Oh man, um, yeah, I heard the story just like you. But for a week straight, um, people protesters out in Elizabeth City, North Carolina, has been going hard with it. And now Elizabeth City Police Department, they're on some dickhead shit where you have to, if you want to protest, you have to have a permit to protest. And if you don't have the <laughs> permit, you go to jail. Like, yeah, <laughs> some ridiculous shit going on out here, Jamar. <laughs> this is like, you know, I, I was thinking about, like, you know, driving out there, like, you know, getting my shots and, of course, showing my support, doing my thing. And it's just like, yo, like, you know, if I don't have that permit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm a, I mean, you know what I mean, I'm a, I'm a hit man, but it's just like, like I say, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, you know, these are the consequences, these are the sacrifices that you're going to take when you're on the front line. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You know what I'm saying? You it's just, just like, y'all like, no. You can't just say that and, and not, like, I need a boat. <laughs> need a boat. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. So yes, me, yes. Wait, yes, the go out to protest. The go out to protest. Because, you know, um, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not bullshitting you. I read this an article. Is this is this is yeah. recent. This is this is new. This is new and fresh. 
in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. If you want to protest for the murder of Andrew Brown, you need a permit to be outside. So you need to get a permit to practice your First Amendment rights. Basically, yeah. These are the it's these the are the new laws. Care. These but are the new is. laws that they're <laughs> that they're um that they're um committing to to like you know to go against like you know speaking out. And that's and that's and that's so odd to me. That's so crazy to me, you know. So again, people, you, there's going to come a time. I see this already happening. That you're going to need a permit to to give out your freedom of speech. Uh, clearly, that is unconstitutional. That's not right. Um, but while they're doing that, if I hear anybody else say anything about Russia, <laughs> All right, okay. hey. dude, that's crazy. Because the, the freaking um. When they when they're doing the curfews right now, that's already like a straight up like trying to silence the movement type of idea. But the fact that they're right. doing permits right. now, like what? Yes, they could do. Yeah, yeah, you really yeah. That. That's dangerous. Right. That's fucking dangerous. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't, if you get caught without no permit, you 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 will go to jail. And it's like, you know, and and like, you know, going back to what I was saying, it's like, you know, you want to be on the front line. These are, I understand, like, you know, you want to keep your job. And I understand, like, you know, people want to, like, go home and continue living their life. But it's like, you know, we don't get to, we don't, we don't have that opportunity, Jamar. We don't have that privilege. You know what I'm saying? Right. We on the front line. We still have to go home. We still have to worry about getting pulled over. We still have to worry mm-hmm. about them knocking down our door. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. being on the front line, being on pro, um, protesting it, it just intensifies it. You know what I'm saying? This is my personal opinion. This is how I look at it. Right. And and but that's yeah. a, that's the thing. That's why I get right. mad when I see people trying to clout chase with just activism. Mm-hmm. It's a sacrifice. That's what it yeah. is. It's a yeah, sacrifice. it really is. You are sacrificing something going out there you're not getting notoriety oh you lost him <laughs> uh-oh my boy's gone he'll be back but yeah it's a sacrifice guys so when i say that it's like when you're trying to like get photo ops and want everybody on your on your team and all this stuff don't do it don't do it for that you look crazy <laughs> like, I'm sorry, bro. I, I lost. I don't know what happened. My phone just like went black. So I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're people good. Oh, no. I was just saying, like, this is why people have to understand that the sacrifice is very important. You got to. Because yeah. if you don't have a sacrifice, then what are you out there for? Because it's like, oh, you just want photo ops. Like those people that literally like give money to homeless people. That, that, that personally offends me. That personally offends me because I'm um, going back home. Like you know, I, mean, I did a um, there was a, a shooting. I'm, I'm sure you remember this. Um, Lil Clinton, rest in peace. He was 12 years mm-hmm. old. Got hit by a straight bullet. Um, his family they got together. They had like a um, money raising event. Um, a lot of people spoke. My homeboy, see bottle. My homeboy Hakeem, he spoke at the event. He invited me to take pictures at the event. It was a great turnout. You know what I'm saying? They did it at Perfections. It was a great event. And um, 
one of the speakers, I still remember her name. You know what I'm saying? But once again, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say who that person was because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like, you know, I don't wanna get no, no, no type of credit. But she was like, yo, like, you know, for a photographer that's here for his photo op and just gonna go home, bitch, I live here. I'm part of this community <laughs> too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My home is like right around the corner. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, it's way more than just a photo op. You know what I'm saying? This is like, this is my life. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like things that I photograph, like especially being on the front line, that I bleed for that. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, you know, like, you know, hearing about Sandra Bland and, and Brianna Taylor, like I cry hearing about those stories. Right. And it's like, you know, so when I'm outside with my camera on the front line. It's not about like, you know, I'm not trying to get it for the gram or I'm not trying to go viral with it. I'm trying to let you know that, yo, we still out here with it. And we still, um, we're going to be out here and right. continue to be out here until you realize what the fuck we're out here for. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's why I do it. You know what I mean? And yeah, I don't think a lot of people realize that. Yeah, but you know, as long as you keep doing it, they're going to realize it. And they're going to recognize mm-hmm. you and acknowledge you, you know? Just, yeah, it toughs at first. That's the problem with the left. We we like to stay secluded to ourselves and to our our group. It takes time right. to trust people, which I understand is an issue because so many informants. Like we just saw this movie, the Judas and the Black Messiah. Like so many informants and shit is out there still. Like it just get you riled right. up. Or some nonsense. that movie gets me mad. I don't want. That's that's a one and done for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that movie, movie right there. Like, yeah. Effed me up, man. I didn't. Know it was a great was movie, though. Like, it was a great movie. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but you know, what I mean, knowing how that how I felt at the end, and I don't think. Watch that. Again. All right. It looks like be. Word, yo. Um, turn your camera off. Turn my camera off? Yeah, yeah. yeah all right. All right. That usually always works. We can okay. wrap it up soon, though, because I see you want to move. But, um, yeah, yeah, your last, yeah. Your talk. I'm moving yeah, yeah, no, yeah. um, but we, I'm sorry. We were talking about Judas and the Black Messiah. But, yeah, that's, right, right. that's the one that done. It's a great movie. Great movie. I love the message. Um, honestly, me, per- me personally, I wish we could get that energy driving back up again. But um, yeah, that movie overall was a great movie, but it was just a one and done for me, and knowing how I felt at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's trauma. Just thinking about it, you know. For real, like, for real. Like you, I don't know exactly like how the the fact that he killed himself years later after just told you that he knew that he was wrong, and he didn't mm-hmm. know how to rectify it. Yeah, he didn't know what to do to feel like he can change and all that stuff. Right. Like, he didn't even want to do it. He did it because he thought he had to do it. He thought Just to that, get it. So he won't go to jail. Right. But now looking back at it, he was just like, damn, yo, like why? It was not worth it. And then what happened after with you to, to here now, it all connects, you know? It all connects. Mm-hmm. So I'm very glad Definitely. that I mean, like, people were excited that they won the Oscar, but just like the director said, that he doesn't care about the award. 
the fact mm. that you're doing it now just shows that you're like, oh well, here we gave you this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know the director said that. That's a. That's that's yeah. very powerful. I never know he said that. Oh, he's a very revolutionary man. Um, I hope I've run into him soon because he knows okay. some people that I know. So I hope I fucking run into him soon, like after the pandemic. Yeah. So because he, he he's he's not far. He's like he's like in New York. So I, I hope I run into him soon so I can just give him a big ass hug and be like, yo. <laughs> you don't know me, but you my boy. Yeah. <laughs> yo, man, but yo, be be wild, yo. Let's let's do this again. Let's get you back on here. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me, bro. Take up most of your time. We already about to hit the one hour mark, so you know how that okay. is. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that, man. Thank you for having me. Oh yeah, me. bro. Definitely hit me up with your links. Um, so mm-hmm. I can add them, and well, I'll see you again, man. See you again. This is B Wild, photographer, poet, activist, businessman. Let's 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 go. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, man. All right, later, bro. Have a good one.